Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. On today's Rutherford Issues, we're focused in on North Rutherford County. State Representative Mike Sparks joins us and uh, going to be talking about things going on uh, concerning the Smyrna-Laverne area and obviously uh, session kicked off this week. And, uh, Mike, I guess this starts a really busy season for you guys on, on the Hill. Well, it, it really has, Brian. We just uh, wrapped up um, this morning, and um, uh, we started back on Tuesday um, with uh, uh, with session. I sat in the uh, redistricting committee yesterday. Um, that's not set in stone, but, but they have um, – uh got the maps drawn. I know a lot of folks are interested in uh how the Davidson County is uh gonna be um uh, redistrict and it looks like it, it, it is carved up a little bit. Some people are upset about it. Um, you know, if you're conservative and you want to take back Congress, I don't think people could be concerned about it because uh personally I like to see Beth Harwell in that position. I I've heard through rumor mill that, that she's gonna run. Uh, unfortunately Rutherford County um, is not part of that district. Uh, hers is, or I say hers, it would be Williamson County, Wilson, and South Davidson County. Um, but Beth, as, as everyone knows, has been very effective, the first female Speaker of the House. So I sat through that and listened to that, and we've got a new House district that a lot of folks have been asking about that that is um, uh, would, would run from north end of the county, uh, uppermost north, which would be Laverne, uh, Lake Forest, go down north of Walden Road, go over to north of Cook's Lane, uh, no, and then east, and then run down, um, parallel down the, the west side of uh, Rocky Fork Road. Folks are familiar with Rocky Fork Road. And then it goes down, and it would take in the north, um, northwest of um, Independence Hill Road, uh, right in through there, Pawpaw Springs, and come down to Amelville Road, and it runs all the way to Eagleville. So um, it's really given an extra voice in the Tennessee General Assembly to Rutherford County, and the more voices that we have up here, it helps us. Uh, it helps us on road projects, and um, you know whether it's um, Widen and Jefferson Pike that WGNS and, and the others have often been advocating for. It does give us a little bit more clout. And since the General Assembly up here as a delegation, Memphis is losing a potential um, uh, one. Well, they are losing one House seat. East Tennessee is losing one House seat, so we're picking up one. So, um, how, how does this? We're we're really talking about two separate things here. I, I want to make sure folks know we're the the congressional districts and the House uh, of. Redistricting, you know the state house uh, as yep. well. So um, we're we're getting a, a new district. So that really affects, I guess, you pretty uh, greatly, doesn't it? Well, it does. It does. I mean, my district. I mean, from a from a political perspective, I mean, it's, sometimes I say it's a miracle that I'm even sitting here because you know Marsha Blackburn lost my my district, and so did our congressman Scott Desjardins. Um I mean. By the grace of God, I've been able to to hang on um, through some tough primaries and tough elections, and and uh, and I've had some really good good opponents. But it matters in redistricting because, you know, um, 
to get to get things accomplished, you got to be in office. I mean, you can still be an advocate on the sidelines, but but when you're in the fight, um, it, it's it's a little bit more helpful to get things done to be an advocate for for issues. But mm-hmm. um, but uh, yeah, my well, I did really do did better this last election than I did uh, general two three years ago. But um, but for um, uh, but for a, a House member or Senate member, you know, I've heard there's concerns with some fellow Republicans about um, Davidson County. You know, I think they some of them didn't didn't want to take them in. Um, uh, but um, but I know for me, you know, I think a lot of Beth. So I knew if Beth was was going to run, and we were in there, um, we'd see Beth in the district probably once every two weeks. You know. Um, but uh, but it does matter, you know. It does matter. So, um, uh, but I think what we're doing is really giving Rutherford County an extra voice, Eagleville, Rockville, um, and uh, and Smyrna an additional voice. So that's that'll be three voices uh, representing Smyrna um, in the Tennessee General Assembly. Whether it's Republican or Democrat, it's still a third voice with redistricting. Now, this has to be done fairly quickly, does it not? Since we're in election year. Yeah, they've been they've been working on it for months. Um, and uh, uh, so um, I know we we do this every ten years. So I went through this, you know, ten years ago, and uh, when when Ketrin and Jim Tracy and Joe Carr was was up here uh, with us, and um, and we had some back and forth, and um, you know, I had to I had to budge a little bit on on my district um, uh, with some with some boundaries. But um, uh, you know, I mean, there's a lot of you know, as you just read the paper, you'll see people get a little concerned and upset, um, but. You know, Republicans were drawn out for years, and um, I hate to say it's part politics, but it's part politics, you know. And um, uh, and I, I think they've been they've been very fair. Sadly, we do have two two Republicans that are in the same going to be carved in the same district, so they have to run against each other. And they're both good friends of mine, great guys, um, uh, Eldridge and uh, Jerry Sexton. And Jerry just let our we had a. a, 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 a our devotional, we do a monthly, a weekly devotional up here on Wednesday mornings, and Jerry uh, led it. He's a pastor back home. Um, John DeBerry, I think, is leading it next next week. But, you know, it's sad to see, you know, like two Democrats run against each other, uh, Tory Harris and London Lamar in Memphis. And I, I think Tory, he's a new guy. Not Both of them, not nice fellow, no, nice folks, and I think they're carving the same district. But that happens because... If you move one line, you got to move it somewhere else. I mean, you've got it, it's like a balloon. You know, you squeeze one in, it goes other area, and um, you know it's going to be hard to make everybody happy. It's just just part part of the part of the redistricting process. State Representative Mike Sparks joining us today, and uh, Mike, going back to the congressional map, there has. Uh, been a lot of conversation about this. Uh, Democrats are saying we're gonna we're gonna file a lawsuit uh, against this. They've used the word gerrymandering, and yeah. <laughs> uh, of course we we hear that quite a bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I think part of the discussion in that is splitting up Davidson County into three different congressional districts. Yeah. But um, you know. What, your thoughts on that? You've already kind of alluded to that, but I yeah, just wanted to like make sure that that part was out there. Yeah, I sat in the meeting yesterday, and um, uh, I mean, I don't, you know, I see the reporting that goes on, 
it's not a surprise. People don't act like there's, you know, the air went out of the room. It's a surprise. It's not a surprise. I mean, the, the media can spin it, can spin it that way all, all they want. Um, but it's no surprise if 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 Democrats were redrawing the lines, they'd do the same thing. I mean, just case in point, um, I was asked to run when I was 33 years old, and the late Howard Wall asked me and Donna um, Donna Barrett and some others, and I, I said I'm gonna go home and pray about this. I prayed about it for a week contact the back and I, and I declined well when they done redistricting my house was literally out out of it you can look at the old map and you can see the corner of brookfield week lane everybody else in it except my house and that little snippet was drawn out um the democrats plan if i'm not mis- mistaken their plan is like tim Rowe's not even in his own district it's like all of murfreesboro and if you google it you could probably find democrats plan redistricting and Tim, you know, Tim may be a good person to interview uh, about this because Tim is more of an expert on the on probably redistricting than probably anybody in our our county. Uh, Tim been around politics since I was in junior high school, um, but it's just it's just part of it, you know. And um, uh, it's unfortunate that you know we've got well, really we've got we've got another seat that draws two Republicans in, Jay Reedy and Bruce Griffey, and um, Jay sits beside me and. Great guy, Bruce. Nice guy, too. Great guy, too. And um, they're they're together, but Bruce is not running for re-election. Um, but it happens. And uh, I, I'm not. I know some of the Democrats in Davidson County. If you're talking about the House map, they're 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 in the same district. I think John Ray Clemens, who sits behind me, and Bo Mitchell, uh, and Jason Potts, they're all in the same district. But Jason Potts decided not to run for re-election. And um, and then there's a. Uh, Mike Stewart and I think Vincent Dixie, Vincent Dixie's caucus chairman, I think, from a mistake for the for the um, Democrat Party, they're they're a little upset, um, but uh, it's, it's, it's no surprise. People can act like it's a surprise. I don't see it being a, a, a surprise because I've seen, I witnessed this 11 years ago. In fact, uh, I sat beside Jimmy Nafee, the the speaker, for years. Um, we just happened to be sitting in low government together when they were unveiling it, and they, in fact, I was in the Tennessee with. Uh, Speaker Nafee and and um, uh, and I was asking where his district was because I really wasn't familiar with you know where he was from. But um, but it's going to be unfortunate, you know. I know for me, I mean, I'd like to see someone like a Beth Harwell uh, run and represent um, you know uh, Davidson, some of Davidson County, Williams County. I think uh, a female uh, additional voice is a female in the in, in Congress. Um, Brings a little bit more of a, uh, you know, females a little bit more passionate about mental health um, and some areas in addiction and recovery than sometimes males are. And it's no disrespect to my own male colleagues, but that's just what I've seen. Beth's got a good heart for for those areas, but you know, I'm a little biased. Mike, uh, one thing that I've heard from a lot of folks. Um you know, is is Rutherford County being a part of 15 counties in southern and and southeastern Tennessee, and uh, you know, a desire to not be in that particular area because it, it's it's totally different than Rutherford County. You know, so um, yeah. but that doesn't appear that that's going to be one of the changes. You know, I, I thought about that the other day because I've been kind of watching this and studying this, and I try to be. You know, fair in my objective when I look at issues, um, but you know, for 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 us as 
as conservatives, Republicans, to get to get our platform moving forward, we have to keep a majority. I mean, it's simple as that, you know. Um, but I've often said that it's not Democrats that have killed my bills. I've had some bills get killed that I think would save millions of dollars. Uh, it's not Democrats that killed my bills. It's my fellow it's my fellow lawmakers, you know. We just have different ideas. Um, I'm going to continue to run those bills. I've, I'm filing one next week. It's controversial, but it'll save $2 million a year. If it would have passed when I first initiated, it would it'd be $20 million. That money could have went to law enforcement. It could have went to substitute teachers. could have went to the guys that work at solid waste. You know, the, the least of these. It's a conservative conservative bill, you know. Um, in fact, I'm signing a piece of legislation. It, it cuts taxes off gun safes and gun safety devices. We're running it again. We passed it last year, uh, but it expires um, June 31st. Uh, we're going to ask to repeal that tax. Um, to encourage people to, to, if they want to buy gun safes, gun safety devices, I think it's a gun safety issue. But anyways, he just put the jacket in front of me and signed it. Um, I, I just don't know if I agree with that. You know, I, I'm going to represent Asian people, African-Americans. I mean, my assistant, just he's African-American. I mean, I just signed this with him. My intern, African-American, I asked her to come on the radio. And, and she was like, isn't people going to give you a hard time because she's African-American? I said, no, you were on the radio with me last year. If you remember, she came to the station with me what two years ago she was an intern and and her member uh, uh out of chattanooga he ended up uh hakeem hired her uh, he's a democrat out of memphis i mean out of chattanooga great guy we work well together a strong christian uh man and um but i don't know if i agree with that i, I don't think nobody comes up here and says well i'm just going to represent asian people or black people or white people I, I mean anybody does that doesn't need to be they don't need to hold a seat and most people if that was true, most people would see right through that kind of stuff, you know. I don't know if I agree with that, you know, because I have a lot of African-Americans in my district, and um, they're welcome to call me. I don't care what color the skin people's, you know, skin color is. Now, some people do care about that. The media seems to care about it all the time. I don't. They're welcome to call my cell phone, 525-3198. So I don't know if I agree with that with that premise that's, that the media often tries to portray. Well, my whole point about that is Rutherford County is the northernmost point of that district, and how does someone that you know is from South Pittsburgh know what's going on in Rutherford County? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and and I think that's the frustration. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I kind of see when you've got lines that's that long. You know, right. uh, I, I could kind of understand that, but then again, you could. It's like me. I was just talking to some. Well, Johnny Shaw, he just turned eighty. And I just, he, he's in Tennessee, and I'm, in fact, I'm in the Tennessee, and it was my birthday, but they put Johnny in the, in the paper, but he turned 80. Luckily, I didn't turn 80, thank God. But but Johnny's a Democrat out of Bolivar, and I asked his, his background, he said, man, we only had a post office, we had a little grocery store that sold bologna sandwiches, and, and he kind of shared some of his background, and, um, uh, you know, Johnny, I guess, could represent that area really good, because it's rural, and, and another guy, Jerry Sexton, out of East Tennessee, and he's old, his family was coal miners, and he remembers uh, in his sermon he talked about, uh, you know, kill, I mean, back when they killed hogs and ra you know raised hogs and all. And I, I haven't been around that experience. I was listening to him. It's intriguing to me to listen. But uh, but I think when you do that, it gives you a little bit more of um, diversity, if you will, because you know you, Scott Days are like, no, he's he's got to come to Rutherford County. He's got to go to these other counties and travel. Um, and whoever wins this new house di district, whether they're from Eagleville or Laverne or Smyrna, they know they better be, be in Eagleville. They better be in Laverne. They better be at, uh, uh, in Blackman. They better be in Rockville. Because if they don't, they're not representing their district, you know. 
So uh, I think it brings more um, diversity to the table when you have somebody that, that is representing a diverse district. I don't think you just go up there and try to fight for, you know, uh, another traffic lane or, a, a, you know, expansion of the, 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 the bus uh, busing up here in, in, uh, uh, in Davidson County, if you just represent Davidson County, I think it brings a lot more to the table because you have a lot more uh, diverse opinions uh, that you hear from. Well, Mike, um, got just a couple of minutes left. It's it's going to be a busy session, isn't it? Well, it, it will. It, it it will like it always is. And one thing I, I wanted to I, I wanted to get law enforcement to come up with me. I seen something really neat. I wanted to share real quick. Uh, and I wrote a story about this in my in my Tennessee ledger. I was I had some anonymous caller call me wanted me to go to uh, a custody hearing about a little about a little girl named Riley. Her her mom was sadly murdered. The the guy that was escaping from North Carolina happened to capture happened to wreck near Church Street on I twenty four. Um and I and I've seen some really cool stuff with law enforcement. So hats off to Detective Austin, um uh Mobs, Mobs, I hope I pronounced his name right, I think it's Mobs. Um he invited this family to church, Highland Heights Church of Christ, the family of the murdered um mother. And um and I watched uh, the deputy Smotherman and I watched Corporal Travis and I watched Murfreesboro police, and I seen firsthand the, the the caring of taking care of that little Riley, little three year old. And I watched their compassion. Those stories sadly don't get told in the media. Uh, I know Lisa Marciani does the best she can do, and I know Murfreesboro Post will probably cover it. Scott Broden, hopefully they're listening, they'll cover it. Uh, but what a cool story of outreach from law enforcement and the kindness. And, um, and if, you're, if you're a county commissioner that's listening, do a ride-along with the Sheriff's Department, with Murfreesboro Police, with Smyrna Police, Laverne Police. I've been doing ride-alongs, and I've seen some, some nice stories. Um, you know, I've seen a black uh, THP officer. I said, ride along, ride, don't ride along with him. I said, what, cur- what encouraged you to get into law enforcement? He's a sergeant here. He said, I had a bad car wreck. He said, I was a correctional officer at TDOC. He said, he told me to go to trooper school. That was a mentorship. Mm-hmm. Those stories, sadly, don't get told. Uh, that was THP, Chris Langley, and Sergeant Scott Miller. So hats off, Marshal Police, um, uh, Chief Lowry, uh, Sheriff Mike Fitzhugh, and Detective Mobes, uh, Deputy Smotherman, and Corporal Travis, and Marshal Police as well for, for outstanding work, uh, caring about this child, caring about this family, and yeah. even inviting the family to church. All right, Mike. Got to go, and uh, we'll talk soon. Thank you, Brian. That's State Representative Mike Sparks joining us on Rutherford Issues today.